Hey guys, it's that time of year. Happy holidays. And this year we're going to do a very special uh, Christmas time movie, um, Gremlins. And I hope they don't get into the podcast and screw this thing up because that would suck. So let's just start the show. Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> all right, guys, so... This week we are talking about the 1984 film Gremlins. It's produced by Steven Spielberg. That's correct. It is directed by Joe Dante. That's correct. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Christopher Columbus. Thank you. Yeah. Chris, Columbus. Chris Columbus. I legitimately thought Chris it was directed by Steven Columbus. Spielberg. No. No. <laughs> no, but see, damn. That's like one of the things that we kind of wanted to bring up is like Spielberg is a genius at picking people to make movies that he wants to make but he doesn't have time to. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like, "Here you go. You make this movie for me." Yeah, their whole crew, man. Like all, I I was looking at all the stuff that Chris Columbus, Joe Dante, and it was like the Amblin Entertainment Steven, crew, Steven Spielberg, you know, and it's like all of these films that these people have made are really good. Well, a lot of those guys came out of San Francisco. Like I know Chris Columbus came out of San Francisco, uh-huh. and they all knew each other. Like they were all like pally pally, <laughs> with like like Coppola and everybody. Drink coffee no, together. they did. They did this whole thing. They they tried to Zoetrope was like this whole thing. Yeah. It was this big movement where they tried to like make their own films and stuff. It didn't work. <laughs> Coppola started making wine. <laughs> yeah, that wine is damn good, son. Damn, son, doing it good. fine. He did. He did. He did, he did well, good for that, himself. That that Chardonnay. Yeah, out of this world. I mean, I don't know. Do you, you think it's because they're good at capturing that Spielberg spirit or something? I feel like that way. I think all of Amblin's films have that. Is this, an, this, this an Amblin? Right? Is this Amblin? Or is no it idea. DreamWorks? I can't remember. No, it's not DreamWorks. DreamWorks no. didn't exist. Yeah, DreamWorks okay. didn't so exist. So it would have been Amblin if it, it was, was produced by, yeah, Spielberg. Yeah, all the films have that same feeling. And Warner Brothers. Goonies. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, also, like, well, Chris Columbus wrote the screenplay for Goonies. Yes. Well, the interesting thing about this movie is Chris Columbus wrote this movie as a spec script, not even expecting anyone to, just to show his writing talents, not anyone to want to make it into a movie. And Spielberg saw it and was like, I need to make this into a movie and bought it. Yeah. Which is like crazy. So if you don't know the story of Gremlins, which is Shame on you. Yeah, shame on you and how how do you not? Um it's basically uh Billy, uh his dad who was an inventor goes to Chinatown and buys him a Christmas gift, which is a Mogwai. Uh which is Gizmo. Gizmo. And there's three rules to it. You can't get it wet. Nope. Can't let it uh, be it doesn't like bright light and can't let it be in sunlight cuz it will kill it. Yep. Yeah. And you definitely the most important one is you can't feed it after midnight. No, no. Mm-hmm. And although, and, w- and we don't know <laughs> like how time zones affect it. I know we don't. In Gremlins <laughs> too, they talk about it. They make a big joke on the airplane where they're just like, "So what if you get something stuck in his teeth and then he comes out later on at night? Does he turn into a gremlin? What about time zones? I mean, it's twelve <laughs> o'clock somewhere. Like, well, yeah. that's like that's like the uh, that's like <laughs> the, the end scene of this movie where uh, Stripe. Is like climbing the fountain mm-hmm. to put his finger in it, and I'm like, he's already wet. Yeah, yeah. He's already, what is he, he's got to put. He's got to put his finger in it. Well, well. Here, here's the plot hole. Uh, 
they're, they're running they're around. Snow. They're running around in snow the yeah. entire yeah. film. Yeah. What yeah. is snow? It's just frozen water. It's frozen water. Yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> that that you, you know that melted the second they stepped on it. It's got their warm bodies melted that snow. No, it's the thing. They're not. They're, they're cold blooded. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So that means that they don't put off any heat at all. Okay. Maybe yeah, maybe the. That's snow. why they don't come up on uh, heat-seeking uh, things. Maybe the water oh. has to be at a certain temperature. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah, it is. I mean, a nice balmy yeah. seventy-eight. It's got to be yeah, <laughs> like Luke cold. So if they, get, <laughs> if they get touched by water, they multiply. Uh, so Gizmo gets water dropped on him, and he multiplies. And they originally are very cute, but they're rambunctious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and, they, and, 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 and they're, they're Mogwai. They're not Stripes gremlins. A little yet. evil. He ain't, well, he he's the leader. Yeah. Right? He's the alpha male. Yeah. 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 And then they. If there uh, are males. Stripe uh, plays a trick on uh, Billy and gets him to feed him after midnight. And mm-hmm. then they turn it into like <laughs> egg sacks from Alien. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. But black. And just like. <laughs> and, th- and then that turns into these kind of lizard like yeah. creatures. Like little demon yeah. lizards. Little lizard yeah. demons. And then they hatch. And then they they cause what, all kinds of hilariousness and havoc. I wonder yes. what the Chinese name for that would have been. Mogwai. Mogwai. No, Mogwai does for the mean devil. It means devil and Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Thank you, Chris. I read it somewhere. <laughs> so, one of the great things that I like about this, and I kind of think I captured it on on a level that this is how I saw this movie is um, the the approach they took with. Um, making the very first half of the film like so, like leave it to Beaver, mm-hmm. and then at the second half of the film, it's just like violent, right? <laughs> and I'm crazy. I feel like it gets like when I realized it wasn't leave it to Beaver is when the mom is stabbing the uh, yeah. the gremlin and that's where she oh, blows it up in the microwave. The other one, yeah, that's yeah. where she puts it in the grinder yeah. though. That's my big. Like 180, where this takes a turn is that at first when they we first see the gremlins, they kill the the, the teacher. Mm-hmm. It kills the teacher, and that's kind of scary. But yeah. it's just like a little shot in the. But butt. then it gets not... really violent yeah. with the mother, and then all of a sudden it's a big joke. Yeah, like the whole thing is like they're playing. The tone of the film is all over the place. Cards, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're hanging out. They have Phoebe, girlfriends. Well, Phoebe Kate's fine. So She's just like serving funny, them beers. What was funny was like I I remember thinking back while watching this, like all the shit that people give the second movie because of how campy and cheesy it is, but. This movie is just as campy and cheesy. The whole bar scene is ridiculous. They're it like, is ridiculous. Yeah. They're drinking. They're ones hanging from the fan. Like the only difference is this one doesn't have like some intelligent gremlin who's like on the news program. Right. Yeah, but like, they have like a bat gremlin. Yeah, they, a spider gremlin. Who gives a shit? It, it, it's still. It's just that. It's just that craziness. Take it to an extra level. Yeah, but they it's, doubled it's down. It's there in this movie. Yeah. to begin with. So it's like this movie could have been more of a creature feature, and I felt like it should have been like a hardcore creature feature. Especially when the mom was kicking ass, like yeah. fighting the grimace. But then it was like immediately it was like the moment after that was done. I remember thinking to myself like, "Oh, this suddenly feels like I'm watching Gremlins 2 now." Well, so <laughs> so the original script, um, I think like they kind of were like shooting the original script, and then were like told you can't do that, basically, because in the original script, like when Billy comes home, the Gremlins throw his mom's head like down the stairs. And like that, so oh, this was shit. a horror. Oh yeah, like they're <laughs> like they're like, and they there was a scene where they're supposed to go to like a McDonald's and attack like everybody there instead of eating the food, they're eating the people 
Um, there's like stuff like that that's like in the original script. Um, I'm not sure if they shot these scenes. They may have. Um, Probably not. I'm not 100% sure. I I, I don't remember exactly. Um, But it's like there's some really dark stuff in it. So, yeah, the mom scene, I think, happened, and they probably toned it down after that because it's more marketable, Yeah, you know, toned down. Got to appeal to a wider audience, which is younger. Yeah. Not to say... Not to say that this movie did not give me nightmares when I was little. Oh, it sure I, did. There were some parts that scared me on this watch, like some really? some moments where I was like, it, it actually, yeah, it made me jump for a second. Such I, as, shut oh. up. <laughs> I remember the emotion, Kyle. <laughs> I mean, I I'll tell you, I felt kind of bad for some of the grunt, like the one that was in the microwave. They die slow, painful. I don't feel bad. Death. No, not at all. at all. That thing was about I to rip your fucking did. face off, dude. Nope, not at all. Like they just died. It's, it's a little uh, devil thing. It deserves to be microwaved. I mean, it, <laughs> they're not that little. No. Not that little. No, they're, they're they're like three feet. They're tall. about the size of your torso. Yeah, and you, <laughs> and you feel bad for this thing. I don't know. This torso tall bit. lizard-like creature with giant razor teeth. Oh. I feel bad. Yeah, but they know how to. <laughs> get, I feel yeah, bad. Yeah, because they know how to have a good time. They yeah. do. Yeah. They're they, all about the party. They were having a good time <laughs> with Phoebe Cates for a while until she yeah. was just like, "I'm gonna shoot them with this camera." Yeah, and she's and, and then they were like, "Whoa, whoa, sister! We didn't come Your here for that. Your job is to serve us beer. Yeah, we came here for a good time, and you're pretty much rooting it. Yeah. <laughs> what, see, the one of the things that really bothered me about this story that, that I'm surprised no one else was is kind of like, well, this is weird that no one freaks out about Gizmo when they first see Gizmo. They're just like, oh, it's a cr- it's a cute little yeah, thing. Dog. I would have been like, weird. holy crap, what is that? No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Especially like, when it starts talking and singing. I'm like, it's sentient? It's like, a, like it's, it's conscious? Like a- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? It has... <laughs> It's like a but cat no. and a dog. It's like a dog with bat ears. It's fucking hideous. But it has like Gizmo is adorable. Yeah, He's adorable. But at first view, it's you're gonna be like, uh, "This is a fucking, yeah." I don't know. This is I don't know. At first from view, another for me. dimension. It has the ability of in. critical I was thinking. Sucked in by that's why your dog. Charming it's cool eyes. to be a pet. You can't enslave. Like it's in a box. Like what? there's a listen. When something What's has you talking about. Listen now? to me. This animal is conscious enough that mm-hmm. it understands critical thinking. It can speak. True. It can communicate. True. Like, it has intelligence. You can't just jam it into a box. Like, it is kind of like a person. slavery. I feel like he didn't, like, he wasn't mad about being in the box. No, he, has, no, he didn't like he seem didn't that way. Because at the end time, I'm like, eh. I mean, th- <laughs> at the end, he's just, like, getting back in the box. Like, Bye. If I had a creature like that in my <laughs> house, now. I would have to, I would, I would be wondering, is it going to kill me at any point in time? When is it going to be like, you know what? No, Gizmo doesn't strike me as the type that gets angry. He's sure, just, he just enjoys. You life. don't know that in the first. Just seeing the first. What do you think? Of, what do you think a Gizmo Gremlin would have been like? You think he would have been kind of cool? We saw the Gizmo Gremlin. That's they spawned from him. No, 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 no. no. So like if he had eaten after midnight, uh, no, since he was such a nice guy. Hey, he probably would have been that. He's you know who he is? Oh, I have an answer for this. What? It's Stripe. Yeah. So in the original, in the original script, there Gizmo turns into Stripe. Ah, <laughs> but Steven Spielberg. So it's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Steven Spielberg put a stop to it because he's like, no, Gizmo's cute. People are gonna want to see him throughout the whole movie, so just make them two separate things. Right. Yeah. But I, originally, in the original script, Stripe was uh, Gizmo. Boom. There you answer. go. I would have liked to have seen a dark, a dark tale. Like, they Gizmo, might redo Gizmo, it. Gizmo, fight it. I bet fight you they'll it, remake it. Gizmo did fight it. 
No, I mean, like, if, he, awesome if Gizmo pink... had turned into a gremlin and it became a Jekyll and Hyde thing, like, you can beat this. Where he's oh, still God. inside. The I know Gizmo's inside you, inside. there's good in you. He's there's like, good he's in like you, Gizmo. Half Gizmo, half yeah. Stripe. And he's trying to fight his murderous tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> it's been a dark tale. That's probably yeah. where the third one's going. Is, is that where? The, yeah, I yeah. think that's where we're gonna go with that one. Gizmo's gonna find that that breakdown. An aging eat, Gizmo eat decides, you know what? I can have a new lease <laughs> on life. Gi- yeah, aging I'm gonna Gizmo's eat this like, ham sandwich I'm after old midnight. Enough. I've earned it. <laughs> yeah, it's one o'clock. I'm having a snack. I'm going out with a bang. Yeah, it's like going out and like taking heroin first. Yeah. <laughs> Did okay. I miss out on life? What is life like as a gremlin? I want to know. Maybe he just wants to play poker and get drunk. That's probably what he would want to do. Yeah. All right, guys. We are going to take a break. (laughs) And we come back, we're going to talk more about Gizmo and his pals, the Gremlins, when we talk about Gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really neat. Where did you get this? Awesome little junk store in Chinatown. Can I pick him up, Dad? Sure, go ahead. Just be careful. you got to be gentle. I will. I hope he's housebroken. Mm. Oh, isn't he cute? Has it got a name, Dad? Yeah, Mogwai. What? Mogwai. I don't know, some Chinese word. I just call him Gizmo. He seems to like it. All right, guys, we're back, and we are talking about Gremlins. Uh, So let's talk about this budget here. It was $11 million. How do you fit that many like special effects for eleven million dollars into this movie? Like, I feel like wasn't Buckaroo Bonsai like seventeen? Yeah, and this and movie the same has, year, right? Eighty four. Yeah, yeah same it, year. I think it released Did around Steven the same Spielberg time. Spielberg had have his hand in Buckaroo Bonsai. I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. No. No, the effects would have been better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but seriously, like the effects of this movie are amazing. Skateboarding. Who did all the puppet puppeteering and stuff? It wasn't Stan Winston, was it? No, I don't think so. Chris, who was it? You're on your phone. What did you ask me? What was the question? Who did the who did the creature effects? Creature effects? I don't fucking know. This is great for a podcast. This is a horrible podcast. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. Makeup department? No. Art department? They were designed by Chris Wallace. Okay, thank you, Kyle. I think the f- effects are kind of what make this movie what it is, including the gremlins themselves. As it, what do you mean? Think like Gizmo being like an animated but still live action creature. All of the uh, gremlins being puppets, pretty much, from what I understand. Yeah. Like, it was just like. How much of this budget do you think went to Howie Mandel? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Not enough of it. It's a million dollars to go, why? <laughs> but I mean, it made 11. It was made for $11 million, which I think is pretty cheap. They use a lot of mats in this movie, but I like the mats in this movie because it makes it feel more like a Christmas like storybook. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's kind of how I perceived it as because, again, it starts off very cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it just takes that hard <laughs> turn into like, okay, we got to kill these things. Yeah, that's true. You know? It takes a hard turn into Horrorville and then right into like Dark Comedyville. Which is kind of uh, the director's thing, The Burbs. Yeah. That's the true. Burbs has some scary parts in it. That's true. The dream sequence is scary. It is. Uh, one of the things that I really want to talk about, too, is how amazing, going along with the production of this movie, uh, how amazing the lighting is in this movie. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous how good the lighting is in yeah. this movie. It's an Amblin film, man. This, this, yeah, but this one's probably still one of the best lit movies I've ever seen. 
Like hands down. It was hands down. it was like good enough that you actually sat there and appreciated the lighting, which doesn't happen a lot in films, you know, or for most people, but I think anybody can sit down and be like, Wow. You just offended a bunch of lighting <laughs> by saying that you don't really pay attention to you guys. No. But you you're don't. right. It's true. <laughs> like it's, I'm not. They, I'm you're not. right. The average filmmaker does, or film watcher, I should say, um, does not pay attention to lighting nearly as much, and they should because it's a fantastic art form. Well, the lighting in, in this movie brought so much to the mood of the mo- uh, of the movie. Like it was, re- it's crazy. Yeah. Like it, it, it fit perfectly it in like almost a every scene. Character in itself, it and was. if you really paid attention, like there are so many different light lights going on, and just how it all came together, I. I love it. I think it makes the mood of the film. It really does. It really, really does. I agree with that. It, especially, like, I love the bar scene, the way that's lit, um, with the gremlins smoking three cigarettes, getting down, slamming some <laughs> beers after work. Have a hard day. <laughs> Long day at the office. Why do they want to be people so bad? Long day of messing stuff up. And where do they learn it? Like, where are they learning TV. this? That's you, true. Are TV. They, why? They had all this all time watch, to yeah. watch TV. Like they're all watching TV all the time. What else do they do? They can't go outside. They had a lot. They had a lot of characters and archetypes being used. Yeah, like I the, doubt they took that all in from like yeah. a day and a half of watching TV before they got like it's they genetic were able to eat. You think it's genetic? It's genetic from where? Hey, maybe that's true. So dormant, maybe dormant genes. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why. Okay, so at the end of the movie. The uh, old Chinese man shows up and he goes, you taught him how to watch TV? And he got really mad about him watching TV. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the consciousness of Gizmo. Is that rule number four? Don't may- let him watch TV? It could have been now. the new rule. It could have been the new rule. Maybe the consciousness of Gizmo, like he, he imparts memories to his yeah his kin. Ooh. And then maybe that's where he's getting it from. They're all they're all fragments of his like yeah it's a little bit of part of his, his psyche memory. and stuff yeah. like that. And they're like uh, yeah maybe one was just like when Gizmo watched that western I'm gonna be a cowboy right yeah yeah makes sense I'm gonna be a robber fan theory love it Boom. there you go there you go um, did so- you notice like the the people I feel like a lot of the cast you've seen in other like Spielberg films Corey Feldman mm-hmm. yeah. um. The guy who plays the garbage man in the Burbs, also who, yeah, what does he play in this? What, what He's is the, the next door neighbor? The next door neighbor with the tractor, with the tractor, yeah, and the American yeah. built. And um, by the way, I love him. Yeah, I love. He's my favorite actor in this whole film. Really? Oh, I love him. Really? He's like favorite? a he's like a like a Robert Loggia, but not quite a Robert Loggia, <laughs> but a lot Robert Loggia type. I think I like um, uh, Phoebe. Phoebe Kate's great. She's Phoebe cute. Kate's, she's super cute. Yeah, she's fantastic. In the she movie. didn't do enough. Films after uh, Princess Caribou. What the hell is that? That was yeah. like I think it was the last film she Princess ever did. Princess Caribou. Yeah, so she have a kid called... or something. I think she she did devote her time to family. Okay, yeah. all right. But I mean, she was obviously in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. We all know that oh, one. God bless her. We all know that one. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about the one character that I think is the strangest in this film, and that's the dad, the father, the inventor. Yeah. There's always an inventor, I li- it seems like, and even in the Goonies, they had uh, Data, who was yeah. like the inventor of that group. I like, right. I like how his character works. Is he shows up, here's a gift, it starts wreaking havoc, and he just pieces out the rest <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> that work. And he's like, he's like in a gas station trying to sell a, a cigarette thing, and then it cuts back to the town on fire. <laughs> and he's like, let me tell you about this ashtray here. What about that convention he's at? Yeah, he's at an inventor convention. The inventor's convention? With the robot right, from who's on Lost the f- in yeah. Space. On the phone. Still there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And it's on the phone doing business deals. <laughs> <laughs> in the background. And you're like, what? 
this is weird. I, you know, I have a theory is that the father, he's this lovable loser that everybody talks shit about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the family loves him. Despite the fact that he oh the, makes the mom is so excited. bad in vintage so excited yeah, when he his gets inventions home are and, horrible. and she's so excited to try out all of his Absolutely. stuff and it's such a fun like, oh, and gag. my theory is that <laughs> as from a writing standpoint you can't put that lovable character in this we have to get him out of there we like him too much oh so that's why he's not in the ah uh, kind of because you don't want to see him killing. Killing or being killed or being in danger. I got you. Mm. Like, he was just such, like, he was almost like the com- comedic relief. We don't need him in the shit. <laughs> His event- inventions were also the comedic relief. That's true. <laughs> like, when the orange the juice egg. blows up. That was, that, was one, yeah. that was one gag that I thought went on a little too long. What, the one orange exploding into <laughs> a thousand oranges? A thousand oranges. <laughs> the egg thing. Uh, the, how many times did they do toothpaste gag? <laughs> Wasn't a shaving cream What's one this time? Button? No, yeah, it was, it was, it was toothpaste once, and then he had the shaving cream Still. add-on. Okay, yeah. I like it. I'd try it out. You know who I didn't like? Who? That mean Mrs. Deagle. Oh, no yeah. one likes Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Yeah, I'm glad. Dude, the, how funny is that scene when she flies out the, the window? window? It's oh, so my God, great. I lost it. And dude. isn't it great the 80s when you could just put threats towards somebody and not have any kind of legal repercussion against you whatsoever. Like he I'm literally just says, dog. I'm <laughs> going to kill your dog and I'm going to give it a slow death. Yeah. <laughs> like, and this kid is just like, okay. The old, guy in line, the old guy in line's like, that ought to do yeah. it. He's like egging her on. Anybody else <laughs> yeah, would be like, animals. call the cops. This woman is a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, but she's rich. Yeah. So she, she, I feel like she owns the she town. She was like Cruella that's, DeVille. That's yeah. the vibe I got is she owned the town. And she hated the dad. Yeah. Look, loser. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> was. He probably tried, tried to sell her. He was, dude. He probably he's sold not her even, that chair. Yeah, it's probably his, his invented. <laughs> he's not even ready to be responsible for a Mogwai. Yet. No, I know. Yeah. Wasn't that a sad scene? I thought that was sad. I didn't want him to leave. Oh, he gets oh, him gizmo. back. Yeah, he I gets know. Him do, they, back. do they deal but with that in the second one? I can't remember. Yeah, how he, I can't how remember how back? he gets Gizmo back, but he gets game show. Does picks him out of a briefcase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Howie there's Mandel. Like, <laughs> there's like 50 briefcases yeah. on a stage and Howie a bunch of models. Howie Mandel's like, all right, pick which one it is. Yeah. Oh, and, and what a and, and what a message, right? What a message from the old Chinese man at the end. Oh yeah, like you white people can't can't take care of nature. Yeah, <laughs> like it's kind of like it speaks so well right now, like you know, like it was global teamwork. warming. It was teamwork. Look what you do. It's not teamwork. It was, it was teamwork. Not that the, was the message of the movie. That was yeah. not the message of the movie. <laughs> it's team. I like. I like how they really just like throw it in your face too at the end of it. Like, this is what you get for not being responsible. Yep, and I'm taking it, and I'm not turning back. It is true. It was three simple rules. They couldn't follow them. And God, uh, no, hold on. Billy Strike. forgets them over and over again. Stripe tricked him. No. Yeah. Well, first of all, he accidentally spilled water. Yeah, and that was the... Pete. Yeah. That was Corey Feldman. That was Corey yeah. Feldman. It wasn't... Yeah. Why, did, why did he have a vase full of pencils with water Oh, he was a it? painter. Oh, with those brushes? And in, I think in the second one, they actually make note that he actually is an artist. Why does oh, it, okay. Yeah. Here's, here's another it thing. It like just a vase full of Why does he pencils? have friends his own age? <laughs> why doesn't he have it? Yeah. I don't know. Because he's a painter. He does, kind of. He has he has a he has a completely asshole friend, Judge Reinhold. Yeah. <laughs> what oh. a dick. I was oh like, oh Judge Reinhold, yeah. And then he was like, uh oh. so I got a new apartment. Here? You want to see the inside? <laughs> it's a great line, dude. That's I like I like her retort though. It's like I haven't seen your old apartment. <laughs> you want to I'm talking we're talking cable here. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on full, over. I got full HBO. Okay, so cable in 1984 is a big deal. Is a big deal. It's a very yeah. big deal. You would get so much 
ladies from saying. <laughs> oh, oh, really? You back had, in the day, you had so ladies. many dates. Yes. Back so in the day, it wasn't dates. Netflix and chill. It was cable. home, box, so, office, and chill. So many hands held watching cable <laughs> in yeah. the 80s. So much popcorn sharing. You just sat around watching <laughs> old reruns of Dream On. <laughs> So there, uh, so th- I think that uh, Miss Deagle has the best death in this movie. Also, yeah, it's okay. hands down. Well, yeah, it's it's the most deserved. Like, is that She's somebody on a, a wire or somebody just get literally launched out of a window in that? Oh, scene? it was probably launched out of the window. And yeah. I would like to make note that in the second one, um, the old uh, the guy who's my favorite guy again. What's his name? <laughs> you tell me. No, the old man that was like Robert Loggia guy. Robert Loggia. Oh, I don't know his name. He fucking survives. Oh yeah, he, he comes exactly back in the second me. one. He's like, "Hey, Billy, what up, man? Like, <laughs> I survived the still fucking tractor get attack. You, still can't get so your car lovable. started, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that foreign car, huh? <laughs> Time to change. Is that. the joke in the second one? He works for like a Mitsubishi dealership. I can't remember what he does. I can't remember, but I know he's always around him a little bit. Like, hey, what do you get a new job at this crazy corporation? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, who's this crazy old the guy? Quirky neighbor. <laughs> yeah, he is. He comes with me. I'm a, I'm a package deal. This is another <laughs> movie with a great soundtrack. Also, just the main theme alone. Oh, very yeah. iconic. Stuck in my head as soon as I hear it. As soon I, as I hear it. I'm not gonna lie. I still have uh, Adventures of Buckaroo Bonds. They stuck in my head. <laughs> well, this whole movie. How after Gremlins? <laughs> How are they not bleeding together? That's what I want to know. I just know. like the Christmas like soundtrack that they had going. I mean, like obviously it takes place during Christmas. So, mm-hmm. like I remember as a kid that scene when it's the um, what's that? What's that Christmas song? Like, do you hear what I hear? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so th- I remember that song as a kid playing and thinking this was, like, the creepiest part of the movie. where like The she mom's com- alone she, in the house. Yeah, she's yeah. alone. She goes downstairs. The record player's, like, she turns it off. It's quiet. And she goes in the kitchen and starts wrecking some gremlins, you know? She so was kicking ass she and was, taking dude. names. She was tearing it up. She was very intelligent. Very intelligent. She knew how to she knew her way around a kitchen. She knew how to use her, her husband's sure. her husband's <laughs> inventions as yeah. weapons. Absolutely. Well, you gotta figure that out when you're living there. You know, yeah. it's not but a safe How town. dangerous is this? I feel like she had planned it out a little bit. Like, okay, look, if I ever get attacked by small creatures, and we leave some food grind them in, in that, put them in the microwave. And that sword that kept falling off the thing. Well, the whack. Oh, well, that was that was Billy fire. did that. Yeah, Billy does that. But, but she still. just stabs the shit. One oh, of them, which yeah. is a knife, just psycho style. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna rate this movie. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's rate this movie. Uh, I say we rate it Mogwise. Uh, Tis the season, as I say. Um, to rate <laughs> it Mogwise. So I'll go first. <laughs> what he uh, says. Which is rare. So uh, I'll go first. Uh, I will say that I love this movie. It is a part of my childhood. Um, scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Gave me nightmares, but also got me just interested in it because Gizmo's so damn cute. So you're like, well, and he beats the bad guys at the end, so you kind of get over it, but you still have nightmares. Whatever. This movie's fantastic. It's hilarious. It's fast-paced. Um, the effects are amazing. Uh, it's a good movie. 
So I'm going to give it the complete package of five Mogwais. And it's a great Christmas movie. It is. We'll go with Chris next. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it five. I think this movie's awesome. It's, you know, if if you see it as a kid, it's even more awesome than if you go into it later on. But even still, you know, this holds up to me. I hope they don't do a remake. I guess number three is supposed to be a remake, but. Overall, like it, it, it's nostalgic for me. I love the creatures. Gizmo is cute. I don't care what anybody says. It's not gay to say that. Who said he wasn't? <laughs> cute? Yeah, why would that be? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He's just saying it's not. I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing I'm that just one out there. Saying. He said Gizmo's cute. No homo. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> I don't want to fuck that Mogwai. <laughs> just saying. Uh, don't say. Can that. I start over? No. Why nope, we're too late. That's on. that whole thing. That was a great. Yeah, that's that in. A good one. So, what do you rate it? Oh, what was your rating? Five. Oh, five. five. Okay. What are we doing? Me? Yeah. I'm gonna give it four and a half. Um, the only reason I'm giving it a half off is because of that weird 180 turn that happens in it. Like it, it almost gets to the point where it doesn't know what kind of film it wants to be, and then it turns into the film it wants to be, which, in a really strange way, I'm gonna say that I have more respect for the second one now. Which is so bad to say, because the first one is so much better than the second one. But that film knows exactly what it wants to be, and that's the only reason I'm taking a half off. That's the only reason I'm giving a half a Mogwai you're taking, head. You're taking a half off because of Gremlins too. Got it. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, I'm gonna give it four Mogwai. Whoa. Oh. You cut too it down. Low. A, too, too low. Too low. You cut it down a whole Mogwai. <laughs> well, I don't think there's not many movies that can get five, you know, I think in my book. There shouldn't be that many movies that get a five rating. But um, the reason I knocked it down a half, because I probably was going to do four and a half, was for the same reason Mike said. The, the the movie is overall fantastic. It's a great film, but it has a hard time finding its tone. It is a creature feature at first, then it becomes a slapstick comedy, then it gets a serious drama when you hear about uh, Kate's dad and all that stuff, and then it goes back into Is it or is that film. a joke? I don't think so. They they, they played it too. They played it's it too, an ur- it, but it's an urban legend. They played it too. They played it. Yeah, they played it serious though. I don't know. Who knows? But I'm just saying because it has a hard time finding its tone. And I agree with Mike that the second movie knows exactly what it is, and it's a good film. And it's a great film. So even though the second movie is not that good, at least because it knows what it's doing. All right, guys. Uh, I would like to play a game. Yes, there is a third Gremlins coming out. Um, I don't think it is a remake, if from what I've heard. No, I think it's a straight sequel because I think Zach Galligan is attached to it. I think he said he's doing it, or at so, least said he would want to do it. When they screw that up, <laughs> who can come in and save it? I'll tell you who. That's us. Because when we come back, we're going to remake Gremlins with our perfect cast. We'll be right back. Can I hold him? Sure. I don't see why not. He seems to like you. Thanks a lot. Sorry. Who's in that jar? Nothing, just water. Why are you making that noise? What is it? I don't know. All right, guys, so we are going to remake Gremlins for you. This is the remake game. 
So uh, what it is is we have a couple of the cast members here. Uh, we are going to recast them for our movies, and then we'll vote on who has the best movie. All right. Uh, for the character of Billy, who do you have? Uh, you would start with Billy. Mike. Mike. Okay, we're starting with me. So I'm kind of cheating. Okay. Because um, apparently Gremlins 3 is supposed to be its direct sequel, but I'm playing this off like the sequel I would want to make. So the character of Billy is going to be Corey Feldman, which is not Billy, but it's going to be Pete grown up. Okay. So he's going to be now the main character. What? You're Why gonna, not? You're going to rest this movie in Corey Feldman's hands. Yep, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Got I it. Think, I think it's time to bring him Got back. I, well, <laughs> Mike's winning. I thought we were going to recast the original movie. We are, but Mike's winning. Not so, rewrite the whole film. Well, I'm do, I, I can do it. There's no rule. I'm, gl- I'm, gl- I'm glad you're remaking this like a classic Hollywood executive would. Good I job, am. Mike. Well, you know what? You're taking, I all, the my hearts, calling. You're taking all the heart My calling was I was going to be a great Hollywood executive. Yeah. So, all right. Chris, who's uh, your Billy? Uh, I put Andrew Garfield from The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good, 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 good call. He looks, He his look reminds me of. Yeah, uh, I agree. Billy. He's a good looking kid. Kyle? Uh, I did Grant Gustine. He's the star of the TV series Flash. He plays Flash. Okay. He's got that look. He's got that personality. He's got mm-hmm. that wholesomeness. So I'm kind of going in a different direction with mine. I'm trying to make him look younger, the kids in mine. So my Billy is uh, a, a, an actor named Sam Lernar. Uh, he is on the show The Goldbergs. He's not one of the main characters. He's actually one of uh, Barry Barry's friends, but I think he'd be okay. perfect for the part. Okay, All right. perfect. All right, now what? Next character would be Kate. Kate. For me, uh, it's going to be Kara uh, Delvany. She uh, has a very similar... Uh, What's she from? Uh, she's like in. Uh, she's like a model. She's doing a lot of films. She's doing. She, she's doing a lot of YA kind of films, like young adult books. Okay. That was like something like Touching the Stars, something like that. I can't remember what the thing is, but um, she has a very similar uh, backstory to Phoebe Cates, the model turned actress that everybody's just in love with right now. Um, I think she would do a good, good job. So Good she's job. supposed to be Corey Feldman's love interest? Yeah, I mean, that's okay <laughs> in Hollywood to have a uh, a, a 19-year-old Lucky actress I don't buy date it. a 40-year-old I actor. Don't buy I it. think that's totally fine. I mean, that's how Hollywood works. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Chris, who's your Kate? Uh, the first person that came to mind was Zoe Deschanel. Cool. All right. I think it would be interesting to see Ooh. her. A little old. A little old for the part again. That's 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 offensive. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he did cast Corey Feldman in his movies. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, I'm going with Amelia Clark. She played Sarah Connor in the yeah. Terminator Genesis. Good that's, choice. That, that's, where that's where you're going. You're not going with Thrones, huh? Not Game of Thrones. No, I. I She's like... the mother of dragons, sir. I don't <laughs> care. The mother of dragons. Uh, I saw more of Kate in her portrayal of. Sarah Connor than I did mine, in Game of Thrones. Mine would be Haley, and I'm going to screw up her last name, Oranatita? Orangatiti? She is the sister from the Goldbergs. Uh, I actually think she would be Did you just recast <laughs> your movie with the cast <laughs> the of Goldbergs? The entire Goldbergs. 
Yeah. Tell, look at her and tell me that you don't think she'd be perfect. No, for she'd it. be fantastic. She's great. I've seen Goldbergs. So yeah. the Goldbergs have a special holiday episode where they completely redo the movie Gremlins. <laughs> it's gonna get you worse. If, as you, this if you goes if you on. have Jeff Garman as friggin', it's gonna get worse. It's gonna be Randall. Oh my God. It's gonna be Randall. Okay, go on. My my turn, right? Yeah. Who Are we the doing next Randall? One? Randall. Okay. So with my uh, uh, slash sequel, uh, a Randall version would be Melissa McCarthy. As like a crazy ant, a crazy, a crazy okay. inventor ant. Melissa <laughs> inventress. Got, he's got Melissa ventress. McCarthy. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Corey is Feldman. This mm-hmm. is a good movie. It's, <laughs> he may win. I buy this. <laughs> I thought he was gonna lose at first. It but just he sa- may it win. sounds like somebody got drunk as hell at the casting meeting. <laughs> that Chris, would that would not be a surprise. I put <laughs> I put John Candy. That's he's a good dead. He's so dead. You can, you can cast whoever you want. It's a dream team. Dream team. Really? Okay, yeah. does it matter? No, no. Okay. You didn't know that, did you? I John did not Candy know would that. be a great choice. But he would have been I a thought great you choice. did pick, I th- did know that because you picked Corey Feldman. Boom. No. <laughs> That's a joke. He just, he just Nobody respond to that. Well, come on, you fucking guy. Because I wasn't <laughs> sure. You don't know a good joke when you hear one. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was dead or alive. So I was like, his career is dead. Um, Kyle, who's your Randall? My Randall is this is this is out there, but He's a British actor, but I think he could pull off an American since all British actors Michael speak, speak better American. No, Ricky Gervais. Oh. I uh, actually like that choice. Is he old enough? Yeah, I guess he Yeah, he's be. old enough now. Okay. My yeah. choice, if it shocks anyone, would be Jeff Garland. <laughs> you may know him from Career Enthusiasm or <laughs> really? the Goldbergs. Oh, is he on the Goldbergs? Okay. <laughs> the entire cast. But he's so good as the dad in the Goldbergs. He could totally play this part. <laughs> Has somebody been watching the Goldbergs a lot? Lately? No, the Goldbergs is a great show, and I agree. I think it's a it's great so choice. It is it's really a great choice. It's probably the best choice for Randall. I, I, don't I think ch- it I might be. I want to change my other pick because I didn't want to pick somebody that was on the same show as one of my other picks. Bastard! <laughs> if I know you just taking a TV show and putting it in the movies. <laughs> All right. So next is Pete. I didn't go with Pete because I already have Pete as being uh, so my you main don't, character. You're you not goofed. You know, Corey Feldman plays Pete quick, and Billy. Quick sub in, substitute, Spike. Or Stripe, I'm sorry. Stripe. But this is going to be like a Stripe 2. So you Listen. don't have a Pete in your movie. You you lost a point on that no, round. No, 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 no. Chris, my Stripe next. Two, <laughs> my Stripe 2 is going to be Andy Serkis, because i got to imagine some CG is going to be used in this film. Ugh. And Andy Serkis could don't be that. a crazy, like, Stripe version, like like Stripe's brother. I uh, I hate your movie so much. A genetically <laughs> it's CG advanced stripe. It's got Corey Feldman. Maybe he has in two it. stripes. Maybe he has two stripes. <laughs> two stripes on his head Double instead stripe. of one. Dub stripes. Dub stripes. Dub stripes. So anybody Andy in Sarkis. Hollywood, listen to Mike. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pete. I went with. You might not know this actor. I didn't know him until recently when I watched the new Vacation movie. Um, it's the younger brother in that vacation. His name's Steel Stubbins. Steel Stubbins. That's a great name. That's yeah. like a porn name. He's got a great name. And he's just like a little <laughs> asshole throughout the whole movie. Oh, that's, that's a horrible porn he name. Like, I think about he it. Pick, he you like, don't want to have Stubbins as being your... Stubbins. Steel Stubbins. <laughs> Stubbins being your penis name. <laughs> you can call me Mr. Stubbins. <laughs> call me Big Stubbs. <laughs> Kyle? Um... So with uh, the friend, I went different. I got I went I picked somebody that was going to be the same approximate age because I feel if it was made now, he'd probably be the same age. Yeah. Friend. And it was Steven Yoon from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Plays Glenn. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's yeah. a good choice. I went a little younger, and I went with Sean uh, Gimabor from, from the Goldbergs. From the Goldbergs, who plays Adam Goldberg from <laughs> the Goldbergs. <laughs> 
he's a perfect choice. But he's perfect because he's like the sun. No, dude, he's actually it would be really good for the role. I think actually, <laughs> the so good. I, dude, the Goldberg's funny. cast could totally be good. To say I'm on a Goldberg kick right now. Who I love the show. Don't who, who off of Goldberg's is gonna play Gizmo? Show. Just get it out now. Uh, no, uh, uh, so for me, Gizmo would be played by Howie Mandel. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's no, what I put. He ain't got. He yeah. ain't doing yeah, anything right now. He's I did doing the same that thing. role. All right, guys, who has the best movie? Who's who's gonna watch? Who's remake? I'm actually probably gonna pick Mike on this one because it'd be such a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I would have All right, to. Who's see gonna it. have the good remake? Who's gonna have the good remake? Chris has got a pretty good remake. Yeah, he does. I might have to give it to Chris on this one. Oh, oh fuck you! But then again, was gonna be the Goldbergs, popular the Goldberg show, popular show, popular show, and the cast actually fits pretty good. If you want to see, uh, I, I mean, I can show you later. I, mean, I want no the fans. Do you want to download the Goldbergs? I want. I want the fans <laughs> to let us know who had the best recast. Let us know. Yeah, we can't decide. We can't decide. All right, guys, that's our show for the week. I hope you have a great holiday. I hope you get lots of gifts. Uh, a great gift for us would be if you subscribed on iTunes to the show and you rate us five stars, or you followed us on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore uh, in review. Or give us a great fan pick. That'd be a great gift. Yeah. That's a great I'd gift like that right gift. there. That way we yeah. could give you a gift. You can also follow that's us true. on that Twitter at ColtFilm underscore review. Um and uh, you can follow Mike. Where he's probably gonna screw it up, but where can you they follow you at? Mike? <laughs> you can find me at, at Mike Salustio on Twitter or uh, writing about filmmaking at friendlyneighborhoodfilmmaking.com. He got it. it. He got it. Got it. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Merry Christmas.